Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He'd have got there, Rabbit. Yes, yes, Origin done and dusted. It's going to have some pretty big ramifications on Supercoach Classic moving forward. Uh, we've also got the backing up after the buy round, round 13, that was navigated successfully. Uh, we have the guys that are going to back up through Origin, whether they do that or not. We'll cover all things captains, hot takes, buy, hold, and sells, my trades, and most importantly, your listening Q&A. So let's get straight into it. I guess the big thing to touch on first is the Origin and, and who we think is going to back up and who we don't. I mean, looking at New South Wales' back line, 1 through 7, they all played 80 minutes, bar Nathan Cleary. He played 74, but also has that big laceration on his right cheek. Look, Tedesco at number 1. Do I think he's going to back up? I probably don't see it. I think Robbo just gives him the rest. Brian Toto was seen with some with some calf strains, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him sit out. Latrell Mitchell played 80 with a big game. Wayne Bennett, this isn't his first rodeo, could definitely see uh, Latrell just having the week off. Uh, Tom Travojevic has to back up within 48 hours with a hamstring issue. Yeah, don't, I don't think Turbo's playing. Adokar uh, didn't have a huge workload. Bellyache could slot Adokar back into the side. Uh, not that it is a huge impact on classic. Jerome Luai, this is an interesting one. I personally do think Luai will back up. Uh, I think him and Burton in the, in the halves, Ivan Cleary maybe saw what uh, the issue was with Tyrone May last week. So don't be surprised to see Jerome Luai back up. Uh, but I don't think Nathan Cleary will back up with the with the eye issue that he has. Moving into the forwards, Daniel Siafidi obviously scored that try at the end of the game. Uh, he did play 50 minutes. Uh, I could see him backing up for a short stint for the Knights. Uh, Jamie and Cook, he played 72 minutes. Uh, look, there's not huge hooker stocks at South Sydney. We could see Cook start and Benji Marshall come in and fill in the rest of the game. It depends on what happens with Latrell as well. I think that's going to have a big impact on Benji and his role on the side, whether Cody Walker moves to fullback or not. Uh, we move into Jake Travojevic, who didn't play huge minutes. He only played 29 minutes. Uh, dead. Going to see him back up for Manly. Uh, Cameron Murray played 56 minutes with Tarek Sims playing 62. I think both these boys may be back up for short stints and Isaiah Yo playing the full 80, which is a huge effort. So I don't think uh, Ivan Cleary is going to make Isaiah Yo suit up after playing 80 in origin. Jack Whiten off the bench only played 16 minutes. Expect him to back up. Junior Paulo played 32 minutes. Expect him to back up. Peyton Haas played 57 uh, probably going to see Payne Haas back up as well, but not play huge minutes this week. And Liam Martin only played 30. Expect him to be backing up for the Pender Panthers. With Appy Coruscant not being needed as the 18th man, we'll probably see him come back into the 9 jersey for Penrith. With the Queensland boys, it's already been confirmed that Valentine Holmes will back up. Kyle Felt won't. So that sorts out the uh, the fullback and the winger. Kurt Capewell played 80. He's going to have to come back into the back row. I think Ivan Cleary just may give him the spell as well with Liam Martin there to cover. Uh, we also have Dane Gagai playing 80 minutes. I think he might just get a rest as well. Uh, Kyle Felt, as we touched on, already ruled out. Xavier Coates, 
Probably going to see him back up for the for the Brisbane Broncos. Played 80, but didn't really do a whole lot of work. Uh, the halves, Cam Munster and Daly Cherry Evans. I expect both these boys to back up. Cam Munster is the kind of guy that just wants to play footy. And DCE, I think, is, is pretty likely he will back up as well for Manly. For the, for the forwards, Christian Welch suffering that HIA. Don't expect him to be back. Harry Grant played 70 minutes. Don't expect him to play overly huge minutes for the... Melbourne Storm, uh, Tino Fa'asul Malawi, he is also unlikely. Felice Kafusi played 80, Dave Feeder played 65. Look, Fafita may back up for a short period of time. Kafusi may just be given the week off. And Jai Arrow is also unlikely to be playing. For the bench, AJ Brimson played 16 minutes. He could back up for the Titans, or they could just give him the spell with the bone bruising that he has. Uh, Jaden Silver played 35. Uh, Mo Fodawaker played 55. Uh, Mo Waker had a big game, as you guys know. My uh, my thoughts on, on his performance, I don't expect him to be playing huge minutes for the Titans, if any. And Joe Offerhengiao, he played 41 with Ben Hunt, was the 18th man. So I expect Hunt to suit back up, but uh, Mo Fodawaka, probably not. Joe Offerhengiao, Tigers might need him to come back. Brimson, it depends on the bone bruising. And Sewer, well, it depends on uh, where Wayne really sees him in that rotation. Obviously, dropped him the week before last. So curious to see how Sewer bounces back after Origin. But as always, I will be posting as many updates as I can on the socials with any news that comes across the Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram worlds. Uh, anything that I get, I'll be posting straight on the story. So yeah, ch- uh, chuck on notifications for the page. Whenever I post uh, anything, you'll get a notification. It should be able to help uh, with this planning. And I've always said that round 14, I think, is much more difficult to navigate than round 13, considering the mass of ins and outs. Uh, if you have Origin players in your team, I would probably be just planning for a world without them. Uh, and if they are named, it's a luxury to bring them into your reserves. But we, we live and learn, we move on. Uh, first game tonight is the Cowboys taking on the Manly Seagulls. And obviously, we touched on Tommy Turbo, DCE, Jake Travojevic, the likes. We have Kyle Felt out. We've got Valentine Hones out. I wouldn't be expecting any Supercoach fireworks from this game in terms of scoring. Uh, we'll touch on the captain choices very, very soon. But yeah, if, if you've got Turbo in the side, I would be just putting all cautions aside and maybe leaving him on the bench regardless. Captain of the Oz. I think captains this week are going to be huge because you cannot trust any of these Origin boys uh, backing up, especially for big production. So, look, we've got six names here. None of them featured in Origin. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the dynamics of, of everyone's teams work this week. There's going to be a few rogue selections. And the first rogue selection I've got is a VC option, Sam Walker. Hopefully he bounces back after a pretty tumultuous time uh, in recent weeks. Had had a week off to handle any injuries he's got. But, yeah, backing Sam Walker in for a big one this week. Chucking the VC on him is never going to hurt either. If he goes huge, we can loop. If he doesn't, then you can always just bank on the captain having a big game. So if anyone that's held Sam Walker, I would be looking at him for the VC. Uh, another one of his Arusa's team. Teammates Angus Crichton missed out on Origin due to the suspension, uh, but don't expect that to slow him down. I reckon that's going to fire him up in all, in all honesty. Tarek Sims had a fantastic game, and some people are even talking about Tarek Sims holding the spot. I think Angus Crichton's going to be doing all he can to, to prove his worth to Freddie, uh, and when that time comes for selection, have his name called. Another one of these Roosters boys would be chucking the VC on, uh, because yeah, we know how good Angus can be if he bags a pie or two. One of the hottest commodities this week is Cody Walker. I've slapped the C slash VC tag on him. You can go either way on Cody Walker. It's going to depend on where he plays, I think. If he plays at fullback, it makes him a little bit less desirable. Uh, but if he's, if he's at 5'8 and Latrell does back up and he's feeding him balls, uh, I expect a huge game from Cody Walker. And he's just one of these guys with way too much potential to not uh, have in your side for the run home. It hasn't been a fantastic start, but Cody Walker can just turn it on in the click of a gear. And I think if you own him, you've seriously got to look at him for some captain options. Uh, another one 
someone who had a fantastic week last week, but has only got the C tag next to him. No chance of looping him this week is Matt Duff did now. 156 last week for Duff. He's basically playing for a contract. The Dragons aren't going to re-sign him, and I think a lot of clubs are going to be snapping at his heels to, to pick him up and pick up his services for next year. Uh, if you've gone rogue and picked up Dufty, I'd be looking at seriously having the captaincy tag on him against a really weak Bulldog side. Clint Gutherson is another one as well. 121 for Gutho last week. Back into uh, that Supercoach Elite category for fullbacks with a season average of 84. Uh, if you've got Gutho, I'd be looking at him. I'm assuming no one's going to have Gutho and Dufty. So it's really a toss of a coin for these two, in my opinion. And the last man on the list is Nico Hines. Probably the last week that Nico Hines is going to be relevant for Supercoaches, then you look to move him on. Currently at $900,000. So a huge game from Nico could definitely bank you a lot of cash for trades next week. Uh, he's got an average so far of 82.6, which makes it even more impressive considering the scores he's had off the bench at the start of the year. So if you're one of the ones that jumped on Nico Hines, you're going to look to make an absolute fortune of cash next week. Uh, but this week, I definitely would be looking at putting the captaincy tag on him. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. I'll tell you what, I'm bloody glad that I had a week off and you didn't have to hear me give uh, some more hot takes predictions because they've been going like a busted ass. Let me tell you that right now. I was started the year like a house on fire, basically. Uh, it seemed like every every second or third pick was, was getting up, but uh, in recent weeks, it's gone pretty, pretty numb. Look, round 14, we'll fire again with four more picks. We have the new Broncos fullback, Herbie Farmworth. I've got him going under 40 points. Uh, Kieran Foran, I've got him going over 60 Joey Manu, I've got him going over 80. And Cody Ramsey, the greatest super coach center wing there is. Going over 60 points, uh, currently the season tally is 26 out of 56. I put the foreign pick out thinking Daly Cherry Evans wouldn't back up. And if he does, that, that leaves it in big jeopardy. But uh, anyway, we'll, <laughs> we'll hope for the best. But yeah, 26 out of 56. Hopefully, if we can nab all four of these, we can go 50% which is a pass mark in my opinion. Look, moving into the buy holds and sells this week, it's no surprise that a lot of the sells are going to be the 13, like sorry, the round 13 Deadwood, and a lot of the buys are going to be the guys that we should be looking to target at for round 17. And further forward, I mean, we have a couple of picks today. Look, the first one for me, the buy is CIC Otakiaho. Uh, we're going to get him back at a heavily, heavily reduced price. He's less than 400k. Yeah, he's not going to be goal-kicking, which sucks, but I still think for less than 400k, in a position that's really barren this year in the front row forward options, uh, you're going to do worse than pick up CIC. Uh, I think he's, he'll get back to that 60 average thereabouts. Uh, if he's not goal-kicking, maybe drop that down to like high 50s, but for the price, you'll still take that. Look to cash him in if you've got the trades to do so, but definitely looking at picking up CIC. Uh, the next buy, Corey Hadawira-Naira, the first three weeks of him and his return to the NRL, I wasn't too impressed. He relied pretty heavily on attacking stats. But the last three weeks, uh, his base has been over 50 all three games, and that's a really good fundamentally flaw to have, especially if he's going to be playing 80 minutes for, for the Raiders. Ricky Stewart historically plays his edge back row as big minutes. So if, if Corey Hadawira-Naira is going to be pumping out 50s at the worst, uh, definitely worst case to pick him up. Plays around 17. And I think his security is pretty safe, in all honesty. So Corey Hadawira-Naira and CSU Takiyaho, uh, I think they're two of the, the best buyers, as with Cody Walker as well. The dream run for the next five weeks. They've got the Knights, the Broncos, the Tigers, the Cowboys, and the Bulldogs. They are the five of the juiciest games getting around, I think. And uh, if Cody Walker can reach his full potential, don't expect to see uh, maybe at least 300s out of that five-game period. So picking up Cody Walker at a cutthroat price as well. Now, Jerome Luai, I've got him as a hold. Look, he is the best 5'8 on his day uh, for Supercoach. We saw that in the first five weeks, but 
Uh, with Nathan Cleary's godlike run in the last couple of weeks, Luai has faltered a little bit. Don't expect to see Cleary continue at this high level week in, week out. Uh, there's going to come a time where the ball's going to go back down that left, and I think is going to be the big beneficiary of that. If we can get him back to a season average of around 80, I think that's a really, really successful season and a great buy and a great hold at this point of the season as well. He doesn't play around 17, which sucks, but uh, you never, ever trade out those guns with, with such high potential. Look, the next two cells, no surprises. They're around 13 Deadwoods, as we said. Stefano Utoi Makau and Spencer Lenu. Both these guys have done their job. Spencer did his uh, a little bit less than what um, Stefano did, considering how well Stefano played for the round 13 period that we held him for. Spencer finally got the start. I had huge expectations of him and still pumped out really mediocre minutes. So, yeah, look to move both those guys on, maybe for someone like a Luke Thompson or a, a Tohu Harris if you have the cash and the dual position eligibility. Moving into the listener Q&As this week, they're going to be a bit more condensed uh, because I'm getting the same question on repeat, which is expected. A lot of them focus around Sean Johnson, a lot of them focus around Jesse Ramian, and a lot of them focus around Carl Lawton. Now, I've made my stance pretty clear on Carl Lawton. I am not a huge fan of this purchase at all. Uh, there are four guys on the casualty ward that are back in the next two weeks. So I think you're going to take big minutes away from him. And even if he does move to hooker. I don't expect him to play huge minutes. You've got Cade Cuss there as well. You've got Croker. And uh, yeah, his performances in recent years haven't warranted looking at picking him up. His stats are pretty inflated by attack and I'd be giving a hard pass on Carl Lawton. Uh, Ashton asks, trades Munster for Cody Walker and Staines for Jesse Ramian. Like, as I said, with Ramian, uh, I think he's a fantastic option moving forward. Maybe wait one week uh, with this Penrith matchup. If, if some of their guys are going to back up and they don't put on a performance like they did against the Tigers last week, I'd just be waiting on Ramian uh, until they have the, a more favorable matchup and it opens up. Same with Sean Johnson. Uh, Elliot asks, thoughts on cheapies versus nuffs at this stage of the season? I don't think it's a bad idea to start nothing out players. If you're not playing for overall and you're playing head-to-head and you want to free up as much cast as possible, just look at getting your best 17-18 players with a couple on the on the bench and move forward from there. Uh, Last Peachy said, Turbo, a good sell this week. Hopefully pick him back up after the Origin slash price drop. Look, if you have trades to burn, go for it. I bumped Teddy because I don't see Teddy as uh, one of the two fullbacks I want to run, whereas I do see Turbo. I'm not too fussed about the cash he's going to drop. Uh, I'll just ride the wave and look at picking up his partner in crime, whether that be Pappenhausen or Kalen Ponger or one of these guys with, with a brilliant run home. But yeah, look, if you have the trades to burn, uh, go for it. But I personally don't. I'm, I'm going to happy to ride the wave of Turbo. Uh, Shannon asks, is Bradley on the chopping block? Look, I want to say yes, um, but the fact that there are sweet FA hookers pushing through. So look, if you're, if you're the luxury trading Bradley, sure, cool, but I just feel there's nothing to replace him with though. I mean, I don't mind the look of Wade Egan, especially with Jazz Tavanga on the extended bench. If he's going to be continually playing 80, he's a safe 50 week in, week out, but there's just no hookers coming through this year, unfortunately. And that's really wants to lean me towards saying Bradley is just, you have to hold him until something else comes through. Uh, Billy asks, Burton to Walker or best slash Laurie to Ramian. I can do the other one next week. Uh, probably go Burton to Walker this week and then and get Ramian after, as I said, just based off the matchup. Sticky Vars asks, cash in Hines for Walsh for the rest of the origin period. Um, yeah, maybe give Hines one more week. I think he's got a good matchup this week. And then Pap is back next week and you can look to move him on then. So maybe just give it a week. His break even is 117. Uh, when Hines is at his best, he can, he can just match that and, and move forward without losing too much cash. But... I think with the numbers this week, the people are going to be lacking with the Origin Stars out. Just maybe give Hines one more week and then move him on next week. As I said, pretty condensed uh, listening Q&A this week. A lot of the questions were the same. 
Uh, a lot of them I've answered in DMs too. I had a lot of those to reply to while I was away on holiday. So caught up with a lot of them. But yeah, a lot of them focus on the same sort of trade targets. Cody Walker, I think, is a big inclusion. And any of those Sharks boys, I think just give them a week. Uh, move on from this tough Penrith matchup and go from there. And just before we finish up today's episode, we'll go over my trades. Look, we're trading out Bradman Best this week. Kalen Ponga, his return is uh, sort of up in the air. And I don't really want to hold Bradman Best while he is still suffering. So he is out... We're also going to trade out Jake Simpkin as well, who has lost his starting spot on the Tigers' side, um, lost it for a couple of weeks, just had no chance to trade him out. We're going to shift Connor Watson up to hooker. We're going to bring in Cody Walker, and we're also going to bring in Joseph Sawali. That's going to leave us with about 300k in the bank for trades next week. Hopefully those trades go all right. Hopefully your week goes right for Supercoach. It's a pretty crucial week, especially if you're building momentum towards uh, getting back to the top, which is always uh, good to see if you have some green arrows in your corner. But for now, guys, that's everything. Keep your friends close, keep your pods closer, and have fun. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 